Welcome to the Runners Jam podcast, coming to you from Brisbane, Australia. I'm Condi Canuto. And I'm Sandy Canuto. And we're runners who love chatting all things running and triathlon. The Runners Jam is a place where we can share stories, encourage each other, and most of all, continue to build great friendships. So if running's your thing, then the Runners Jam is for you. Let's Welcome to the Runners Jam podcast. I'm Sandy Canudo and I'm hosting alone tonight. Condi has left me, but he has, you know, he hasn't left me. He's just kindly <laughs> stepped aside <laughs> to make room for a third guest tonight. But before I introduce the wonderful guest that we've got on, I, th- you know, it's been a while, so I thought we'd have a little bit of a catch up with the running scene at the moment. So we know we do have listeners overseas in Australia at the moment. We have just come into autumn. It's still hot though and steamy Um, and autumn means running season is upon us. So a few races are just starting to pop up but what has happened is that most people have chosen their A, B and potentially C races and training is underway. So for those of us who are doing half marathons or marathons, the long run is happening at the moment and everyone's starting to build up their Ks. Now, um, I've got to put in a little advert here. So speaking of training plans, if you go across (laughs) to the YouTube channel, the Runners Jam YouTube channel, there is a video on there about how to do your own training plan. It's a bit of a no frills, no fuss training plan, but it does take the pressure off you trying to meet the requirements of one that you would just download from the internet. And it also gives you a little bit of fun where you can plan out your own training plan to suit your lifestyle. So have a look at that. While you're there, like the channel, like the podcast, do all those liking, subscribing things. It would be great to have your support. Now, back to tonight's episode. We know life is a journey and um, sometimes life just happens and there's ups and there's downs and sometimes there can be a few more downs than ups. So tonight we want to have a conversation. It is night time. We're going to have a conversation (laughs) about the impact on your running when life happens and then also for some of us the the journey back to running after those times so um, myself and two of the other guests have gone through a when life happens type of event which impacted our running last year and we're on our journey back and then another guest has got a bit of life happening now at the moment so she's going to talk through what's going on for her now we each have a different story And we're going to dig into those, what it felt like, what it looks like, what it looks like now, how it feels coming back. So what we're hoping is that this will encourage you if you're if you've presently got life happening for you or is sometime in the future, if life happens, that you can, you know, remember back and think, oh, I remember those girls saying that. So tonight I have three incredible women with me who aren't afraid to be honest about their experiences. So they will share with you the okay parts, the the somewhat better parts and the parts that were just really rotten as well. So first of all, I'd like to welcome Lorena Bolan. Welcome, Lorena. Oh, hey. Great to have you with us. Taylor Wilson. Hello. Learn these voices and Mel Perry. Thank you. It's really great to have you girls here. So I've checked in beforehand so I don't throw anyone on the spot and Lorena's going to be the first one, (laughs) the first she's up for it. The brave one. Yeah, she's the brave one. So what we thought we'd do is have a bit of a chat first about what got you into running, Lorena. Where did your running journey start? Uh, Friends. I I was divorced and I moved to the area 
and I started a boot camp. I was not into exercise whatsoever. So you weren't into exercise but started a boot camp? I, I joined the boot camp. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I started attending a boot camp okay. because I have a, had a really sore back and my physio told me that I had a very older person's body because my back was so bad and I had to do some strength exercises. So I went to this boot camp and did um, like their core class and I was hooked. I was addicted. And some people wanted to do run club. I was like, what is run club? That sounds terrible. <laughs> like, no thanks. Will you actually do that for fun? And I went with them and it was so good. I loved it. Um, we just on Saturday at the boot camp. And yeah, I was like, oh, if I could do more running, I could have more friends. Like I just recently divorced and, you know, in a lull. And yeah, I just haven't really stopped since. And that was about, about six years ago. Wow. So, yeah. So. But no one told you that running can be very lonely. Um, but yeah, made lots of friends and love it. So yeah. That's awesome. So yeah. you were running once a week with the club? Yeah, it was just Saturday morning run club. Okay. It was great. So it's like a Saturday morning park run, but without the park run. Yeah, I've only just started doing park run. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then they started doing like runs before and after, and I was like, okay, I can do this. Yeah. So, so at what point did you go from just the one run Saturday morning to it becoming uh, more? I would leave boot camp on a Tuesday morning and I could see you guys running and I was like you saw us yeah I was like really what are those people doing and how do I join that wow Uh I got to the um stadium or whatever you call it there and I cracked my dax and left (laughs) I was like I can't can't do this no I'm not good enough these people look amazing and uh yeah left and then I was like no I can do the other one I know I can and yeah I just wow Okay, so you were one of the boot campers in Underwood Park yeah. in the morning. Well, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. How did I not know that? That's wonderful. <laughs> and then you joined us. So you've been running with us for years now. Yeah. On and well, off. On like and off, yeah. yeah. Um, and right with my business, obviously, I'm not always home. But I'm so shy. Like, you know, I wanted to make friends, but I have the worst resting bitch face. <laughs> and I'm just so shy. Like, oh, they just spoke to me. <laughs> Until you get to know me and then I just don't shut up like now. Yeah, because everyone at Love Runners Gym loves you. So <laughs> and love I love having everyone. You there. <laughs> and I think a beautiful thing about finding a running community is how you said you weren't there all the time, so you can come and go. Oh, yeah. And, I still feel that too. For you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like obviously my injury or my business and, um, yeah, Christine invited me to come along back, come to your um, Runners Gym. I was like, oh, it's been so long. I don't think I could. But, yeah, here we are. That's awesome. Well, we're so glad you came along. Thanks. So good. So it's boot camp brought you on and a doctor telling you you had a body of an old person. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've shaken that now, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, for sure. I, <laughs> yeah, it's just people do your core. Do your core exercises. Yeah. <laughs> it's very important. Gold nugget for the night. <laughs> yeah. No one wants to do it, but trust me, it works. <laughs> it's worth doing. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So, Michaela, how did you get into running? Uh, for me, it was back in 2014, no, 2013. I should remember because it was just after the birth of my fourth child. Wow. Um, and I had a friend, Deb, who our oldest sons were friends at school. And she was a member of Bayside Runners and Walkers Club. Mm-hmm. But she was injured. She had an um, Achilles tear for memory, which, as you guys would know, is quite a serious injury. So she was reduced to walking on her comeback. And I just used to go out with her after school drop-off in the morning and just do her walks with her. She was only doing short walks at the time. And she was under physio instruction and as she was given the go-ahead for intervals to come back with a little bit of running. I just joined in and 
did the intervals with her. And what a perfect introduction to yeah, running. Yeah, it was. There was pram running as well, so I started the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. And so was that how many times a week were you doing that? Uh, two or three times a week, I think. Okay. And then she sort of got me into Bayside Runners. I started going over to, over to Victoria Point to join them for a few runs. Um, I remember one morning, Saturday mornings, they do a 6am run. This, okay. this was before I knew about Park Run, obviously. And got over there with her for a six o'clock run and she mentioned to me that some of their other runners get there at four in the morning and do their long runs. And I remember saying to her, what the hell is wrong with these people? <laughs> and now you're that, one of them. <laughs> <laughs> it, isn't it funny, like when you first start running, you can't imagine that people can run for two or three or four hours. Absolutely. Like it just blows your mind. And I still get people saying to that to me now, like you run how far? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty special, isn't it? So was there a point when you absolutely fell in love with it and it became an essential part of life? Um, I'm very competitive with myself and I was getting closer and closer to sub 30 for 5Ks and I just wanted to get there. And I remember it was actually at a Bayside event that I managed to get my sub 30 and it was from then on I was hooked. Okay. Just increasing distance and I said, oh, yeah, I'll do a 10K and I went and did Bridge to Brisbane that year and I've got the bug now and then I'll just do a half. I'll never do a full. (laughs) Yeah. Three three falls later and here we are. (laughs) Three. Three. She's a good one. She's a good one. At what point um, when you were saying, you know, the 5K under the 30, that wasn't at Park Run though? No, this was before I found Park Run at all. Um, I knew about Park Run but I was one of those very silly people who think you have to be fast before you can go to Park Run. Okay. Yeah. Not the case. Not the case. No, you're welcome to yeah. walk. So, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So, but I wanted to be under 30 minutes before I started Parkrun. And now as an event director of Parkrun, I just smack my hand and go, what were you thinking? Yeah. It's not what Parkrun's about, but yeah. But now you get to to sell that point. Exactly. You, you understand yeah, it completely. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A- anything else you want to add to the story about how running came into your life? Uh, that's about it. It was just a bit gradual, really, but. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Mel, it's on you. (laughs) She's looking a little bit nervous, but she'll have a great story to tell, I'm sure. So, Mel, how did you get into running? Um, I first got into running actually in high school. Um, I did loads of sports in high school and running was one of them. So I did lots of different athletics. I loved middle distance and cross country. That was my favourite. And then got out of high school and went to university and just kind of stopped running and then went travelling and, again, just stopped running. But never really – it never really left me. Like, I always thought, oh, I need to get back into running, need to get back into running. And it wasn't until after I had my babies that I ended up getting back into it. So it was quite a long time. Yeah. How did you get back into it? Um, I just wanted to get back into it so much that I decided, right, I've got to find something. And I ended up finding a club which Jill actually belonged to, which was at Mount Cravat on a Saturday morning. And so I joined up with them to train for the Gold Coast half. And that was like, I started off with like a goal in mind of wanting to run like sub two hour half marathon, but um, my children were still really young then. So I just went, no, my goal now is just to finish. And I was so glad that I did that because it was so much fun. I loved that half marathon. It was the best. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure. Yeah. And then I stopped again for a while. So it's a bit of on-off story. And um, then, yeah, met Ange through a friend and she was like, oh, you should come along to this running group. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how it happened. Yeah, I remember the first morning you came. And I assumed that you and Ange were old friends. Yeah. And then discovered later that, no, you, you two had kind of just met each yes, other as that's well. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. 
Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Love it. And so since then, like, um, you've gone on and done more halves or? One more. One more. Okay. That was was the one you did with Jodie last year, yeah, Yeah. that you loved. Yes. So for you, events aren't necessarily, they're not a driving force for you. No, definitely not. I think for me, it's just more about the training. Like, I feel like it's what gets me through my weeks is those, is getting up in the morning and doing the training and being with the people and yeah, just, I don't know, just that motivates me more than the events. Like yeah. I love doing the events, but it's definitely not the driving force for me. Okay. What about for you, Lorena? What drives you to keep running? Is it events or? I'm just so competitive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, running is something you can easily com- like compare, like how, how if you get better or, um, you know, you need some time off. So, yeah. Um, competitiveness <laughs> yeah so it's very measured isn't it you like like yeah, you said like, you do oh know God. have i got I better, did 15 I last week. Mm. better do 16 this week or whatever yeah like, or my time's improved by 30 seconds over that yeah five but it's my stress relief like i know if i haven't run run I should, i'm really bad english <laughs> uh yeah so yeah that's my drive definitely yeah. stress and competitiveness what about you michaela I'm a little bit the same actually it's competitive for me as well but within myself um and I'll admit a lot of it is for me about finish times and, you know, you hear people banging on with the, you know, the finish lines, not finish times and I'll be 100% honest, I hate that saying because for (laughs) me that's not what works. My motivation is the finish time Um, and if I don't get my goal, that just motivates me to go out and get it again and that's the whole reason I'm actually now considering a fourth full marathon because I still haven't got my finish time goal yet. What what is your goal? Under 4.30. Okay. So my best is 4.41. So I've got 11 minutes to drop. 11 minutes to shave off. Yep. Cool. Okay, I just, well, yeah. just one thing to add. Yeah. So um, I remember you when I went and I was so wanted to beat you, <laughs> but I just couldn't. I was like, who is this chick that's not here every week but is so good? Oh, my God. I, I could never beat you and, like, I just wanted to so bad. <laughs> and that's why you're pacing 30 minutes when you know I'm pacing 35, right? <laughs> I don't even know if I can do it yet, hey? <laughs> No, uh, what Michaela's talking about is at park run, they're having a pace a week, so she obviously put her hands up to various speeds. Yeah, <laughs> she probably swap her. She just wants to beat me. No, no, I'm a totally different person now. <laughs> so am I, I'm not as fast. <laughs> yeah, that happens. So you're, you're a, very, a very big role model, by the way, well, thank without you, you even knowing. Yeah. But things like that matter, I remember um, I was only – I don't know, a year or so into running and I went to a park run down at Logan River and I felt like I'd run all right. I can't remember my time at all, but, you know, for where I was at that time, it was a decent time. And then as I was scrolling through the photos, there was a photo of a lady who beat me and she did not look like she should have run. Like I I was quite a slight build and, yes, I'm making, you know, those Mm. awful judgments here, but she was quite a large lady and she had annihilated me on the course, absolutely. And I remember keeping that photo because it was like I should be be able to get quicker. I'm sure I can get quicker, but it was just such an inspiration and such a goal to go, if I keep working at this, maybe I can get as fast as that lady. Now, I don't know if I ever did, probably not, but she she was just a real inspiration. So she was my carrot like Michaela was yours. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Oh, dear. Okay, so my running story, I have shared this before, but it's going back way in podcasts. I was pretty sporty as a kid. 
um, did the cross countries, mainly swimming though. So I was a water polo player because um, I loved the rough and tumble in the pool. I thought that was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, enjoyed that. Um, and then I had kids pretty early, so I wasn't really sporty during that time at all. And then I was, I can remember I was working with Griffith University and a lady I worked with was training for a Ironman. And I remember her chatting about it and I was just, I'd never heard of triathlons at that point and I was just blown away that she was running 20K to come to work in the morning, you know, as her training and things (laughs) like that. And um, she lent me a video, a video in those times, it was a video, (laughs) 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 which had uh, one of the Kona races on it and I think it was when um, Alan Scott won, something along those lines. And I took it home and watched it and I was like jaw hitting the ground watching all these people go out in the swim and just the insanity in the water because it's just so rough and thinking this is insane. I didn't understand the bike part at all but then watching the run was amazing. And she said to me, just go out your door and run. And I was like, okay, I can do this. (laughs) And so I came home from work one day and I just put on whatever shoes I had, which were probably, you know, some cheap sort of sneakers, threw them on. I thought, right, time myself. So, you know, I didn't have a smartwatch or anything like that. So it was literally look at the time (laughs) and then start running. And I remember I ran and I ran and I ran and I ran and I actually made 16 minutes before I had to stop. Now, I didn't think that was great. But when I went and told her the next day, she's like, that's amazing. She's like, my first run was only five minutes before I had to stop. And I was like, oh, really? Because, I mean, I was dying, but it was (laughs) a great inspiration. And, um, And I just started from there and I would just go out and do a loop. Um, and it was like a 3K loop and it would have walking in it. But I could never get past the 3.5K, could never get past 3.5K and until I did basically, you know. So mm. it was months and months of just being 3.5K. And then um, while I was working at Griffith, I ran into Julie King-Turner from who's at Runner's Jam and Julie and I had gone to youth group together as kids and I hadn't seen her in years Um And she came in, so we had coffee together, and she was telling me that she had just done a half marathon. Well, I was blown away because the Julie I knew wasn't um, sporty or athletic in any way whatsoever, and here she is sitting telling me she's just run a half marathon, which was just incredible. So she invited me to go to a, a training session with her, which I did, and then I was hooked. But I would have to say I was probably just as hooked on the driving into the training because we used to go and train in a new farm. So the drive with Julie was great. We'd drive in together, we'd catch up on years of chat, we'd do our run, then we'd drive home and catch up on other years of chatting. (laughs) And it was just this real social thing. So even at that point, the social part of running was hugely important to me. And I loved watching myself get quicker. So when I started with that group, I started with the slowest group because obviously, um, like we have at Runners Jam, you know, there's people who you know the paces of. And I gradually sort of worked my way up a few groups. And that was really encouraging. That's that competitiveness Mm, with yourself. It's similar. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I've definitely got that as well. But, um, yeah, it's definitely the social side now for me that keeps me running. Like I just... I love knowing that, you know, three mornings, four mornings a week with, you know, training Tuesday, Thursday, park run, 
and then long runs on Sunday, I'm going to see people who have a similar interest yep. and, and that's really important. So. It gets you out of bed, doesn't it? It really yeah. does. Mm. I mean, what else would get you out of bed yeah. for in the morning? <laughs> 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 nothing, nothing really. So, yeah, so that was how I got into running and, yeah, it just stuck because it's great. We, we've all benefited from you getting into running. <laughs> yeah, thanks so much. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a fun community build, hasn't it? it has. Yeah, yeah, we've got a great community around us. It's definitely getting bigger. It's huge. Yeah, it's really huge. Yeah, we all need to start wearing name tags, I think, at <laughs> <laughs> There are lots of names to remember, hey? Yeah, and, and similar. Yeah, and like I said, because um, the Runners Jam local community is very much a community that when life happens and you need to disappear, you can disappear and then you come back and you feel yep. you're just as welcome. There's no nothing like, oh, my gosh, you haven't been here so you don't belong anymore. So there are new faces. If you have had to disappear for a while for work or whatever reason, and you come back, there's always going to be new. I one Underwood Park park run that I ran with you, Sandy, and there were so many Runners Jam people there that I don't know, and Sandy was prepping me as they were coming back towards me. <laughs> this is such and such, so I'd be able to say, yay, go you, <laughs> by name. I'm like, I can pretend like I know it. Like Thanks, Sandy. <laughs> yeah, that's, what, that's why we split into groups sometimes. The challenge <laughs> is learn everybody's name in your group. Yeah. Because... <laughs> That's what it's about. You know, uh, running is a team sport. That's so it. So we, we need to know the team members' names. <laughs> All right. Well, um, like we said tonight, we want to chat about when life happens and what that looks like and how that feels like and the journey back to running. So I'm looking here for seeing who's going to go first on this one. Okay, Michaela. So fortunately, as you said, you didn't have anything bad happen. No. But your running journey was certainly impacted it's and had to It's definitely changed the last couple of years, yes. Yeah. So tell us about so that. So I was very much into my running a few years ago. Um, I mean, I still am. I've been a park run ED for six, seven years now. That's still stayed. Um, but I was working as an enrolled nurse and really started thinking about doing my registered nursing. So my Bachelor of Nursing at uni was encouraged by a lot of friends at work to go and do it. And the big thing for me was I really wanted to work in paediatrics because one of my kids was very sick when he was little. Um, so we had a lot of time in hospital. So that's my way. I wanted to give back yeah. you know, what we received. Um, and there's not many enrolled nurses working in paediatrics. So went to uni the last couple of years and my running just fell apart because I was still working nearly full time. I was doing uni full time, mothering four kids, um, wow. My oldest, who was 19 at the time, um, also was diagnosed with epilepsy during my first year of uni as well. So there was lots of stress with him. Life happened. Yeah, lots of appointments with him and I was barely running for a while there. Now, was that an active choice you'd made to put running on the back burner at that point or was it just, Not it really. just stripped well, away? When I started uni, I thought, I can do this, I can manage everything and it wasn't long before I realised something's got to give. Yeah. Yeah, you, just no you did a little bit still or just went? I was still doing a little bit, but often it was just park run. Oh, yeah, in between. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what was that like? Uh, well, I gained about 15 kilos <laughs> in two years and that's, that's not helping my running now. <laughs> you know, when you're studying at two in the morning and you're snacking on rubbish, it's not great. Yeah. And then not running. But um, I was still catching up with a lot of the girls socially when I could, but, you know, not for long. Yeah. And uh, we still had our post-park run breakfast, so it was sort of my biggest social for the week. As you say, social is so much important as well in our running journey. Yeah. Yeah. So was it um, when you got to that point of going, this has got to give, was there loss, a feeling of loss for you? Yeah, definitely. But I was also exhausted. So it was probably the easiest thing to, to give. But at the same time, like I say to people now, when I don't run, I'm actually more tired. That's so that, interesting, isn't that it? That was hard as well. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, so I just need to find the time to get out and run. But then there's no time because I've got all these assessments due and I've still got to go to work and kids still need mother. And Yeah, because you can't put the four kids on the back burner. No, okay, that's you. it. <laughs> We'd like to try sometimes. <laughs> okay, so that was, did you find that that impacted like the mental health around that as well? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But then at the same time I was working towards my goal. Like I was, I won't say I loved uni, I hated it, but there was a, a light at the end of the tunnel, what I wanted to do and yeah, it's all worked out. Yeah, so the 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 goal shifted in that sense, didn't yes. it? It yes. went so from it was, it was I wanting to goal. beat my times to if I can nail this, get this degree, yep. then everything can fall back into yes. place. Yes, and later. 2023 was always the that's when I'm going to get back into it year. Yeah. But now I've just got the, the weight to lose first. <laughs> okay, so you graduated at the end of last, last year. year. Yep. What was the mark coming back into running like was it an immediate right I'm back into absolutely everything or how did you how did you manage that because life's filled up with a lot of different stuff yeah I mentally I wanted to get back into it full steam ahead but I'm still struggling a little bit with the exhaustion and that's something I've actually spoken to Steph about quite a bit um Steph who's at Runners Jam as well she's Mm. done a teaching degree as a mature age student and she said to me the year after she finished uni she was actually more exhausted than while she was at uni so that's good for me to know for this year that being exhausted still isn't unusual um but yeah, I've got I've got the heart to get back into it. It's, yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's all about learning a new job, that yep. kind of tiredness that comes with that. Yeah. So you've gone from while you were studying and juggling four kids and working and all the rest of it, running reduced down to park run. Pretty much. Where are we at at the moment? Um, well, I recently did a three-week challenge for myself. So back when I first started running, back to Deb from Bayside Runners, her husband Andy is also a runner as well, and he'd said to me at the time, run every day for 21 days straight Wow! to create a habit. He said to me, even if it's only a kilometre, it might be half a K just around the block, just get out the door and do something every day for three weeks. So I did that again uh, January this year. I got my three weeks and it was hard some days lacing up the shoes and getting out but again competitiveness with myself I wasn't (laughs) going to give in I want to try this (laughs) it works Uh, and that was kind of my kickstart back into it since then I have dropped off a little bit again but I'm probably running three or four times a week now that's great distance isn't up there I think I'm only up to eight k's but we're getting there yeah so do you have any goals for this running season like or what what's the Um, the comeback plan I really want to get back under 28 minutes of park run okay (laughs) again it's time focused yeah (laughs) yeah no that's okay yeah so I'm currently at I've done a couple of sub 30s by myself early morning haven't done it at park run yet so for me until I do it at park run it doesn't really count okay um you know because I'm pausing crossing roads and that kind of thing so wow you're hardcore (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I'm gonna add around about the 31 at park run at the moment so (laughs) next goal sub 30 and then I'll go from there Mm -hmm. do you have any races planned this year uh I'm locked into Sunshine Coast half 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 that's uh that's my fun event every year we have a bit of a girls weekend away it is a great race that one yeah it's such a great race and it'll always be my half event it's my pb course for my half marathon as well i um, got my sub two there a few years back now before i went to uni yeah (laughs) back when i was fit um but yeah we go up have well we're actually going for two nights this this year so we're going friday and saturday night Bit of we fun. always do that and then we all go out for dinner Yes, after the yes. race and but watch the people hobble in who've done the marathon. <laughs> <laughs> like the medals. <laughs> like Matt last year, that was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, I've, I mean, I've got the Marta fun run this weekend, but that one's because I lost my mum to breast cancer, so that one's always special to me. But mm. other than those two, I've got nothing booked in. 
Cool. I'll just see what I pick up along the way. Yeah. So that's really interesting. Is that intentional that you didn't book anything else in? Did you kind of go, I'm coming back, it's still a big year, I'm still exhausted, I need yes. to manage this yes, well? Yes, absolutely. Um, I thought about doing Gold Coast and then I've just decided, oh, I don't think I can just yet. Um, but you never know if entries come up that people are selling because they're injured, I might just jump <laughs> in. I told Michelle just that I'd uh, do some training with her, so I'll be, trained, doing the I'll be trained up yeah. a little bit. <laughs> so you did mention before a fourth marathon. Mm. When are you thinking that would be? Um, some of the girls try and talk me into Queenstown at the end oh, of the year. Yeah. Oh, do yes. That. So I want to do that one. Yeah. Well, well not this good. year I want to do it next year. I haven't year. mentioned that to my husband yet, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, now. <laughs> Um, but I'm not sure. So I've done three different ones. So my first one was Logan, then I did Gold Coast second, then I did Blackmore Sydney for my third. So I'd like nice. to do a fourth different one again. Yes. Oh, that sounds good. Where's your headspace now around that, about it taking a while to come back? You know, th- this year's not filling up with races that you're aiming for PBs. Uh, are we good with that? Or? It depends on the day. Sometimes I'm a bit hard on myself and my friends remind me that I'm being too hard on myself. Um, but m- mostly I know I'm coming back. So. Yeah. I've got those couple of sub-30s under my belt now by myself and a you know, big celebration from those. I know I've got it in me, but I'm a long way from where I was. I, I don't know that I'll get back there. but Well, I think you girls need to swap times on the pace a week and you come yeah. in at 29.29. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. Definitely. <laughs> How amazing would that be? That would be pretty incredible. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> and I like that. I like that you've got a paced out comeback. You know, that's really well thought out and, mm. and it makes it doable and achievable and reduces um, frustration with yourself too yeah, if things yeah, definitely. don't quite go to plan. Yeah, so if I can get under 28 at Parkrun this year and then Sunshine Coast half, I'm just hoping to do better than last year. Okay. So, so yeah. yep. So that's an achievable goal. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Smart goals, as they say in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about you? Now, Lorena has a tale and a half to tell us. <laughs> Where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> you start last year. <laughs> uh, last year. Uh, so I was meant to do the New York Marathon and I broke my ankle. Well, the- you need to give us a bit more of a story <laughs> for that. That's Build it. Up. Because we need to know, <laughs> okay. like, had you done all the training? When did you break your ankle, Lorena? Oh, so, well, let's, well, go, let's, let's go, go back to 2020, yeah. right? Yep, okay. So this is how it started. COVID. COVID. Bloody COVID. <laughs> so I was meant to do the New York half marathon and that's in March, March 2020. And COVID cancelled the flight the day before I was meant to leave. So um, that was not great. And But I, no one knew what COVID was. So I was like, that's fine. You know, I'll just go to New York in December and run around in the snow. That'll be great. And then, yeah, COVID became the thing that it was mm-hmm. and – then the next year, so 2021, I decided, well, my friends helped me run the virtual half marathon and that gave you guaranteed entry. So when the first half marathon got cancelled, you could either have a refund or you could um, transfer. And because I was like, COVID's nothing, like I'll just get a refund and I, you know, I'll, I'll do it again. I did it via charity. So I had raised, um, I think it was about $3,000 for a charity. That's very close to my heart. And uh, so, yeah, it was disappointing. But, yeah, I thought I'd be able to do it again. Couldn't. So then we did the half marathon virtually, which gave me guaranteed entry for 2022, the half marathon. And then bloody COVID came back again. (laughs) So I had to decide whether in the December, I think it was, I had to decide if I was going to pivot to the full marathon because I was one of those people that 
I'll never do a marathon unless it's New York, but I'd said it so many times that I manifested <laughs> this full marathon. I, I, um, yeah, so I had to decide, do I cancel the half marathon and do the full marathon or do I just hope that Omicron it really is nothing and do it? But I didn't have it in me to do this three times. Yeah. I roll. <laughs> uh, so I was like, I'm going to, I'll reach out to my charity and see if I could do the full marathon. So I reached out to them like, oh, we don't know until da-da-da time. And I, I was like, nah, I'll be fine. I'll get in. Like, I, I believe. And I got in, raised all the money for the charity. Uh, you guys all helped me. I made a gazillion bars of chocolate and cookies. Oh, and <laughs> Oh, thank you. Uh, Runners Jam was huge support for me. Kirsten, Margaret put on the high tea. I did my training. Um, I wouldn't say perfect because I don't know if anyone could ever put their hand on their heart and say their run training was perfect. I mean, if you can, amazing. But, yeah, I was running five days a week, which is not me at all. Yeah, you did an amazing job. Thanks. I love hate running, as everyone knows. (laughs) Uh, So the day before my flight. So we're in what month now are we in? Let's go to November. We're in November. 2022. You've packed your suitcase. No. Oh, (laughs) she leaves her suitcase till the morning. Well, I travel (laughs) so much for work. I know how to do it. So like the Tuesday morning, I'd gone to Runner's Jam. It was raining, by the way. And we all joked about, don't fall over, Lorena. (laughs) It was the jacarandas were out. It was a bit slippery. It was slippery. And I was like, get me a bubble wrap suit. It'll be fine. Didn't fall over. And then I got my suitcase out. And then two o'clock that afternoon, this huge cockroach <laughs> scared me and I was, ran to get the spray. And when I came back, the cockroach was in my boyfriend's office and I sprayed it and it came running towards me. It was huge, by the way. So, like, it was like this big. So if you're at by home, it's like two inches. It was massive. And <laughs> Who, what cockroach comes running towards you when you spray it? Like, that's not the point of cockroach spray. <laughs> and I'm not going to slap it because I hate cockroaches, hence why I screamed to get the spray. I was home by myself. Mm-hmm. And it backed me into a corner. This sounds so stupid. Now I say that. It backed me into a corner. I was barefoot. And that's so I leaped over it. And as I leaped over it, I slid on the spray. Oh, no. <laughs> And I fell in the most awkward position I knew straight away. Like, I hadn't even moved yet, and I knew straight away. Like, you don't land like that as a human being. Like, my toes were one way, my ankle was the other. My knee was, like, you know, out the back, and it was, Aww. yeah. And <laughs> but I have to say, I brushed my skirt. I was wearing a dress. I brushed my skirt to make sure the cockroach wasn't <laughs> And I shit myself. I was like, oh, that's, that's, that's it. It's over. Yeah. But I also went, nah, nah, it's fine. It's just a scratch. So I called my boyfriend and rang and rang. He was busy and finally got him like, I broke my ankle. And crawled to the freezer and got the peas out. And then I actually messaged you guys, you the um, long runs. I'm like, you guys, I think I broke my ankle and it's done. But yeah, then my partner came home, took me to hospital and I broke my ankle. And I cried. Many, many, mm. many tears. Yeah. I remember messaging you a couple of days later and you were so upbeat and positive about it. And I said to Lorena at the time, if it was me, I'd be rocking in the corner. And she said to me, you didn't see me yesterday. Yeah, yeah I did lots of rocking. 
um, a friend reached out to me. And, you know, I still have regret to this day. She reached out to me that night and said, I'm coming over. And I said, no, don't worry, it's fine. And to this day I regret it because, like, I would do anything for that hug. Like, yeah. you know, I should have just said yes. It's, but I went, no, no, it's, it's all good. Tony was on the phone cancelling everything. Because that's right, because you weren't allowed to hop on a plane. So it no. wasn't even like you could go to New York and have a holiday with a no. broken foot. No, but I'd have to say the nurse told me I could. <laughs> She's like, yeah, you can get one of those wheelie things. I'm like, around New York? With a broken ankle? Yeah. But I couldn't, no, I couldn't get on the plane. I knocked myself out so I wouldn't be moving. You know, you're just asking for trouble. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my story. Yeah, so the I day I didn't before, cry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you all. You did at the time. Oh, yeah, lots. Yeah. The, the uh, nurse goes, would you like a minute when she told me? <laughs> and I was like, yes, I want a minute. And then I was like, no, wait, no, be strong. No, stay. Just keep telling me what I need to do. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the recovery? The co- recovery was, and still is, yeah. um, no, the recovery was um, in what sense? Like, well, so how far post-break are we now? Four months. Okay. And how long was it before you could walk, weight bear, all those sorts of things? Um, so my break was a little bit different to the normal. Um, my break, the way that I landed, my it wasn't a straight break. It was like a spiral. Okay. Um, I was very lucky. I didn't need surgery. Um, I Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know how, but I'm very lucky. Uh I sat on my butt for two weeks. That was um, blobbery, like you yeah, called it. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely um, – that was – I, I, for people who don't know me, I am 24-7 on the go. I hate sitting still. So I'm very proud of myself for sitting still for two weeks. That was great. Um, but I, I did go – I had one week off and then I went back to the gym and I did workouts on the chair. <laughs> Everyone else was jumping around me and I was doing low impact on the chair, whatever I could, you know, to – do it. Uh, but, yeah, weight-bearing. Oh, so it was really strange because the hospital just said, here's a boot, um, when you can, start weight-bearing and see you in six weeks. So I was really lucky. I had a really good physio when I joined the – like signed up for the marathon. I promised myself I would find a physio and I would stick with that physio if it was the right one. And I was just so lucky. He te- I, te- I texted him and I told him what happened and um, – well, I emailed him and he texted me. He goes, like, let's work together and fix it. And, yeah, I reckon I was weight-bearing week five maybe. I don't okay. know. It's a long-distant memory now. <laughs> <laughs> and the journey back now, what's it like? What are you up to? Uh, same as Michaela, I'm definitely nowhere where I was. I know where I want to be, but yeah. <laughs> um, I have done – I'm probably, like, just hovering over 5Ks at the moment, and I'm okay with that. Like, I thought I wanted to – you know, <clears throat> hit that 5K and then increase, increase, increase. And, yeah, no, I'm happy, like, just doing 5K. I found this thing called Park Run, which, oh, my God, it's amazing, <laughs> by the way. You should try it. <laughs> um, I, yeah, it's great. Just go wherever you want on a Saturday morning to this place with a little barcode and you get a little email at the end of the day saying how good you are and, like, He's a great human being for volunteering. And oh, volunteering is really good. If you're listening, please volunteer. Yeah, you you get so much out of volunteering. And you can do um, it with a broken foot too. Yes, yeah. I can say you can definitely do that. Um, but just watching people achieve their goals at Parkrun is amazing. Anyway, yeah, so Parkrun. 
Yeah. Barcode scanning, best way to learn people's names. We talked before about me wanting to know people's names. Yes. You're barcode scanning, you're looking at their name, you can say, well done, Lorena. Ah. That's so true. So actually, that's you know, a hack. I love timekeeping. I'm, I love timekeeping. It's, we need to break the stereotype of We need more timekeepers. Too many people are scared of it. Yeah, but it's we need to normalise it being not scary. Yes, yes It's exactly. not scary. You just press a button when they walk I over know. the scene. <laughs> then you ask your friend across the road if you're on the same number. Like. <laughs> and if you're not, it's okay. Yeah, yeah just put it in your pocket. It up. <laughs> That's what we're for. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So what yeah. your goals for this year then? We're, we're <clears throat> aiming for New York Marathon oh, look, I, again? Yeah, I, so um, I, got in, I got the the cutoff for cancelling the New York Marathon is the um, – 30th of October and I broke it on the 1st or 2nd of November. I can't remember now. So they said, no, sorry, you're out. Okay. Um, so my charity said, don't worry, I'll look after you. And they promised up me a spot and, yeah, I got it. So which yeah. was great. I don't have to fundraise again, which I would if I had to because I love my charity. Kind of a bit sad I'm not running for them this year because now being not in the charity on your own. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So my year, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's my go with the flow kind of year. Yeah. I was meant to do Sunday, but I'm just too tired, the yeah. um, fun run. So, um, yeah, and I'm okay with that, whereas before I'd be, like, flogging it. I think that's yeah. really interesting because you've both said that, and I found that myself as well, um, where before you were, you know, you had the goals and that sort of thing, then after you've had something that kind of puts you out of your running journey for a while, yeah. when you come back, I've experienced the same thing where I'm like, yeah, I've got some goals, but I, I'll just mm. I'll go along with it and see what happens. It kind of it lifts you out of that place where it's all very driven, and I want to yeah. do this, I want to do this, I want to do this, and allows you to have a little bit of breath where you can go, yeah, for sure. Oh, I want to do that, but I'm okay if the journey to it isn't that, yeah. Um, because frankly, I'm running at the moment, and that's a win, yeah. yeah. You know, so I, I hate letting people down too. So, like, if I if I say I'm going to do all this stuff and then I don't, it's that's terrible. Like, no, you can't do that. But I'm doing um, the half marathon as well at Sunshine Coast. I um, I want my uh, – last year I had that injury halfway through, that um, spasm leg cramp thing. Uh-huh. To this day I'm like, it stole my time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm doing that. And so I think my New York marathon training will start in May. So between now and May I'm a free spirit. I'll go for a three k one if I want to. I'll – sleeping if I want to <laughs> but I too have gained weight and mine's like I just feel so heavy breathing it's visceral fat sort of gain and yeah so that's a huge priority for me at the moment mm-hmm. it feels harder than it should be 100 mm-hmm. percent. but I love weights weights is my first love sorry no offense that's okay I, I love running <laughs> don't get me wrong but oh wow I just said I love I running just, <laughs> I joined the gym recently Lorena you're talking about yep. call before I did join the gym as, as part of girl. my running comeback yep. yes nice get my core fitness sorted because I've always struggled with that it's very important yeah mm. Mel if you're listening you'll be so proud of me <laughs> <laughs> my uh, core teacher RBB yep I think it's really interesting that um, we've all sort of come to a place where that that pressure is off. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and it's nice mm, and yeah. it's enjoyable. And like you said, you've now added weights to your program and you sort of start looking outside the box a little bit and start adding other things that definitely will improve the running journey as well. But it's okay. It's okay to do the journey now. Yep. It's yeah. okay to be flexible. And yeah, that's sure. interesting. There is still one area I do feel pressure with. And that's okay. when I go for group runs. Like I love going for group runs with my friends. It gets me out of bed. 
but I find now I'm the slower one on my comeback. Me too. We should run together. <laughs> and I'm struggling a little bit with that because I hate having them slow down for me. Yeah. Even though they'll They're say, so kind don't though, care, you. it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. And then yeah. I've got to remind myself that years ago that was me saying I don't mind and yeah. I truly meant it. Yeah. So I know my friends truly mean that and I've got to get that through my head that it's okay. They know sure. I need to take walk breaks. Yeah. And, the yeah. races, my, I have friends like that too and they say, like, the races are my time and my my day but other than training, who cares what speed you're doing as long as you're running together. Yeah. And, All right, yeah. I'll hitch up. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like I said before, you know, running can be so lonely but when you've got people around you, it's so easy. Oh, yeah. Runners' well, Jump amazing. Like, cause I know I was having a conversation with Andrea one Tuesday morning about, you know, my, all my friends were injured and she said, contact me, I'll run with you. Yeah, you know, and she's faster There's than me, but she doesn't someone. care. Yeah. Well, I found that last week because in my comeback, I'm also running a lot slower than I used to. And so we, you know, do the long run in the city and the, everyone else is sort of, the group who I would normally run with, they're a good 30 seconds, okay, ahead of me. So I'm like, no, you guys go and do what you can do. I, I'll just, I'll start earlier and, you know, got my own pace. And I'm honestly happy doing that. And um, Mel here has run slow with me on many occasions. I and love that's being lovely. slow with you. Yes, it's nice, <laughs> yes, isn't it? <laughs> but um, last week then um, Sharon and Andy actually ran slow and I kept saying to them, you can go ahead because Andy's got these lovely long legs oh, that yeah. naturally just want to take off. <laughs> but they both stayed with me and I was going a bit further than them. So they, you know, ran out the... I think they did 10K out with me, which was lovely. And then I had to keep going before turning. Um, And so I turned back and I was by myself at this point. And I thought, I know they will have sped up on the way back because I was holding them back so much. (laughs) But they did it so beautifully. And as I was running back um, by myself at my slow pace, I was like, this is taking a lot longer than it Mm -hmm. seemed to take when I had Andy and Sharon with me. So Distraction. Yeah, there Mm. was that slightly lonely element. Mm. And, I mean, I do love running by myself at times as well. At times. I just had this lovely 11K with them and then I was on my own and it was like, yeah, I love the social side. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely love it. Well, thank you, girls. Mel, you're in in a different place. You've got – you're different with your goals and tell Um, us about your running. Yes and and no, like um, I guess I've just learnt through the years just to be a bit more flexible with my goals and just to do what I can when I can. And for me it is really just – getting out of bed and doing training in the morning and that's often just my goal is to is to do training and to get there because I do love it and it always makes me feel good no matter what speed I'm running it makes me feel better than what I was before so even when I'm feeling really tired or exhausted or stressed and I'm like oh I can't possibly get up at 4 30 in the morning I set my alarm get up at 4 30 in the morning and I always feel better so that's my motivation it's it's just getting there isn't it definitely it's just getting to training and running and chatting with people and yeah it's that's my therapy I guess during the week Mm. and I think that's a really nice perspective to have because there will be a lot of people who particularly newer people coming into running who you know here well you know we follow so many elites and we're so dazzled by the elites and how amazing they are that you then get into this thing where I have to do races I have to do races I have to do races so it's really nice to be hearing tonight the three of us who've all gone through something where we we learned to be more flexible with our goals and mm. our approaches. And here you are, Mel, where it's it's not about an event at all. It's about the win of getting up out of bed and yeah. and doing something that makes you feel better. Absolutely. And yeah. 
if running is is that and that's what you want from running, then that's a great thing. But I wouldn't. There's. I don't think I would do that if it wasn't for a runners jam. If it wasn't for the group, because I wouldn't get out of bed to do it myself. So I think it's definitely. <laughs> it's definitely about finding people who you connect with and people who you want to run with and yeah. do that every week. Yeah. That community, it just yes. keeps coming up, whether it's yeah, sure. your local run club or whether it's the park run community. But, yeah, just encourage anybody who's out there who doesn't have their community of runners, go and find one. Yeah. Go and find Definitely. one. Because runners are great people. They are. I mean, we all think Runners Jam <laughs> is the best group of people. Absolutely. Yes. You know, we have gorgeous people in it. But there are so many great community of runners out there. Yeah. So what's this year for you, Mel? What's, um, what do you think? This year for me, I'm doing a 10K at Stratty, mm-hmm. which I've done um, previously, which I love. So is that like, connected to that try? It is. Yeah. yeah. So they do a 10K run with that as well, So it, which is like a family event for us because my husband does the try. I do the 10K and my two boys do the kids' um, duathlon as oh, well. So awesome. And they stagger each one so you can – you can watch all of them, so support. everyone's there to support each other. So, yeah, it's just great. It's just a fun event and, it, yeah, it's really nice. When is that one? May. Okay. Yep. Well, that's cold water. Um, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> she's well, running. She's, she's running. <laughs> well, no, I do swim. I, I swim for fun there and it's it's not that cold actually. <coughs> May's still quite warm. Still okay. coming out. Of, still coming out of summer, so it's nice. Okay. I'll, yeah. I don't yeah. know if I believe you on that <laughs> one. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> But yeah. Um, so yeah, Stratty, and then um, I think Gold Coast half. I haven't committed to it, but I'm thinking yes. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be good fun. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to do Sunny Coast again? Or? Um, probably not. If I do Gold Coast, okay. So one or the other. Yeah, I loved Sunny Coast last year, but I think I'd like to do something different this year. Cool. All right, and we all have we all got Bridge to Brisbane on our radar, and definitely Bridge to Brisbane. Yes, I love that. No, you haven't, Michaela. Last year, um, (laughs) Lorena was a very special Bridge to Brisbane participant. That was the highlight of my running journey. I have to say, my running. um, Yeah, tell us about that. Uh, So I got to a point where I didn't want to pay for any more. (laughs) I didn't want to pay for any more runs, like any more medals, like events. And I was doing the Sunshine Coast and Pato goes, oh, yeah, you know, like the Selvos are um, looking for a mascot. I'm like, if it's a costume, I'm in it. Like, I love that shit. No one can see who I am. I can just be this Beyonce and, you know, put the costume on. And, yes, yeah, so, uh, what was that? A house. You were a red house. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. It was so good. Like, all you could see were my tights and shoes. And um, there was a fan in there that worked inside the thing. Uh, so it was like a massive phone. It was huge. Um, and I was so stupid at the start. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to run this. And uh, <laughs> three quarters up the hill, I said to Simone, who was holding my hand, um, it's okay if we walk. <laughs> <laughs> but it was great. Other than the police officer who wouldn't take my photo with him. Um, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> a little know. rude. <laughs> yeah. But um, it was at the finish line though. So I guess, you know, he had things to do. He was busy policing. Yeah. <laughs> but it was great. So if you ever um, want to be a mascot and get a free bridge to Brisbane, just hit up the Selvos. Although I did tell them, like, call me next year because I'll totally do it. <laughs> <laughs> but I would love to have, um, like, a um, what are these things called? The speakers? Um, a megaphone. Megaphone, yeah, yeah. So I can yell at people. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, Bridge to Brisbane is a great event. It is. We had a lot of fun at yeah, that. I love yeah, it. 
Your you might convince me then. Yeah, yeah, do it. It's really good, and it um, you could do it for free if you want. Well, I always said I'll only ever do it for free again. So yeah, do it. The mascot's awesome. I'll hold your hand <laughs> if Simone's busy. You get to start before everyone else. So why wouldn't you? Oh, she sold. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right, so sorry, we interrupted your sorry. story there, Mel. Sorry. We, we got distracted with the <laughs> mascot. The mascot at Bridge to Brisbane. So you will be doing Bridge to Bridge, Bridge, Bridge to Brisbane as yep. well. Have you got any goal times or goal times just don't come into play for you um, at all? They do. Well, they do. Def- they definitely did last year. Um, as I was, Jodie and I were training quite a lot together and so we did we started setting our own little goals and we're like right let's we can do this let's do our own little goals but I guess it's closer to the time when you're feeling like you've got this and you can do it for me that we would set those little goals um and yeah I felt like we smashed it last year which was a great feeling yeah it really it was really good so yeah I don't know about but I don't know about this year what was your time last year um for the half the half we came in just under two hours which was Yay. our first yeah. That's a big it was it was massive it? yeah it was yeah. so good and then and we both got um a pb for the bridge to brisbane as well which yeah was great what was your time at bridge um i think 53 wow. i love how this girl is not driven i think on it was so she's in pursuit it. of me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we were very proud it was so much and so much fun as well yeah it was great fun. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. And I, I do love that, like you said, Michaela, totally opposite mm. to you. So it's nice to know that. We're both normal. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. There's all different normals, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. Different motivations <laughs> for different people. Yeah. Well, my journey of life happening, sorry, I've got a really <coughs> big frog in my throat. Um, as has been mentioned in other podcasts, I had COVID last year and I ended up with long COVID. So I had a pretty bad hit of it. So I I got it in January, the 19th of January. I remember that very well. And the day before I tested, we were doing a hill session with Runner's Jam. And I can remember thinking, these hills are feeling a little bit hard today. I wonder what's going on. And then next day tested positive. And you actually said to everybody, don't worry, it's not COVID. Uh, (laughs) I don't remember that. Because I had tested. I had tested and it wasn't. It wasn't on that day. <laughs> the next day it was. So, but nobody else got it in the group. So that was really good. I, I felt so bad. <clears throat> but I got a really solid dose of it um, and ended up with long COVID. So I was a good probably two to three months of just exhaustion, just where it literally, you know, walked down a hallway, I need to sit down. It was just awful. Like I couldn't work. I don't think I worked for two or three months. Um, it was just horrible, just just real exhaustion, like exhaustion that you've never experienced before. Um, and then I had um, some complications with heart stuff and so the doctor had told me no exercise. So I actually was, I think it was July or August, maybe July, before the cardiologist said, okay, you can start exercising again. So that was a whole, you know, six, seven months of no exercise, which when you've gone from, you know, running all the time and mm-hmm. swimming and cycling and like like we all do to absolutely nothing, it's a really, really big adjustment, especially when it happens sort of so suddenly like yours absolutely. happened too. Yeah. yeah. 
and yeah, I entered the blubbery stage and, <laughs> you know, and it's really hard to begin with, but then, <clears throat> then I settled in really well to it. I must say, I got quite used to, um, you know, laying and eating and chocolate being <laughs> bought in on hand and yeah, and I put weight on and all the rest of it and I watched so much Netflix and Stan and Prime and ABC TV and <laughs> and everything else. And I loved it all too. Like I went from someone who exercised all the time to then who wasn't. Now, because um, like I coach with Runner's Jam, I still did have the joy of going along to training sessions. Obviously, I wasn't running at all. Um, and I can remember the like I missed a couple at the very beginning and then I got myself back to training but I would just sit on the side <laughs> while everyone was doing things because yeah. I just couldn't even stand up for too long. It was just so tiring. Um, and it was it was sad not being able to run with everyone but then I did really quickly um, get into the whole, oh, I'm not hurting and they're all hot and sweaty and they're <laughs> hurting and they're looking like they're in pain when they're finishing that rep and I'm feeling pretty comfy and here. just send them out on another rep. <coughs> yeah, go, guys, go, go. <laughs> so you do settle. I was really surprised at, actually at how quickly you settle into it and kind of enjoy not exercising as well. So you go, it's definitely a cycle though, isn't it, where you go through the grief and the sadness and the adjustment to then, oh, this blubbery Absolutely. life is quite all right and... But when I got the okay to start again, um, I was very, I was scared because there was heart stuff. So even though they said I was okay, I was still really cautious. So I started back really slowly with walk running mm. um, and shorter distances. Um, and that was okay. You know, you do get your head around it and your mindset does change to where you're going. It's okay. I can do this. You know, it can be not as driven as it used to be because I was quite driven before. Mm. And it's like, well, it's just going to look different now. And it does look different now. It definitely does. Um, and then I, I thought at one point, like everything was starting to feel a bit better. So I thought, okay, well, I'll try to start running at regular paces. And then I felt like I went a little bit backwards in um, that I had some heart symptoms sort of come back again. So then I went, okay, well, that's not working. So then now I've really embraced low heart rate running, which I love, absolutely love. So done so much research and learning so much about that. And it is just a really, really good fit for me at this time. So I do do, I am back to doing like the one speed session a week, um, which we do with Runners Jam on the Tuesday morning. And I would say my pace is definitely getting back to where it was, pretty can, close. Can yeah, I just ask fast. how you monitor it? Is it your watch or yeah. do you wear a heart rate? I wear a heart rate monitor. Uh -huh. Yeah, and I will say on Tuesday's session, that was a pretty hard session. Yeah, it I got the red on my heart rate. Yeah, yeah too. we were like, coming yes. down the ladder. It was good fun. <coughs> when yeah, when you said great. it was tough, I was like, nah, <coughs> we're going down. Like, it's sweet. No, it's hard. <laughs> I didn't even finish it. Big <laughs> so a down the ladder session for us, we start with a one, two lots of 1K, two lots of 800, two sixes and two fours. So by the end when you're hitting the fours, obviously your paces are increasing with each one because it's um, a shorter distance. And my heart rate was, I was watching it and it was like it was it was getting within 10 beats of max and I was like, I'm so glad there's no 200s after this 400. So, 
And I was then shattered for the rest of the day. So I probably did a run a little bit too hard. Mm. Um, But I am finding that just having that one speed session and then all of my other running is really low heart rate. So I'm trying to stay in zone one and two. And obviously zone one and two means different things for different people, but that is a a really low heart rate for me that um, we've worked out. And I'm much, much slower running at a much slower pace than I used to run. So I'm probably running uh, about a minute and a half slower per K than I used to do in my long run. So really, really taking everything back, but I am thoroughly enjoying it. And you're still doing it. Yeah, exactly. I'm still doing the distance. And, you know, from all the research I'm reading, it's really building up my cardio system, my aerobic system. So hopefully there's going to be some good payoffs. So my goal this year, I do have a marathon inside. I have put like Gold Coast Marathon is in my training plan that I've done, Um, but I'm holding it very loosely you know, I haven't entered the race because, frankly, I just don't know how my body's going to go when I'm getting up to those longer distances. Yeah. So it's there. It's a thought. Um, I'm very well aware that I'm going to be at least 30 to 45 minutes slower than my previous marathon, and that's okay. So mm. at one point that wouldn't have been okay. I would have been like, no, I want to, <laughs> you know, yeah. I want to PB again. I want to mm. get a little bit quicker. But now it's like, no, that's okay. And just that's just doing it. It's a significant slowdown, obviously, mm-hmm. 30 or 45 minutes slower. But it's about the distance and getting just knowing that my body can do that again, too, I think is the big win. Um, then maybe if, like, let's say that goes okay and I can do that, then maybe we'll do Sunny Coast half. We'll see. I'm also happy to just be in the Runners Jam tent cheering everyone on as well. Yeah. Um, and then. Um, Condi and I will sneak down to Melbourne and do Melbourne down there and we'll see how it goes and then we'll be coming into tri-season. So I'm hoping that if I can force myself to get back on the bike and start liking the bike, that then I'll be ready for tri-season mm-hmm. again. Good goals. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're great goals but good. super flexible. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Like you're, you're obviously a little bit like me, you're time-focused as yeah, well, but yeah. you're going with realistic ones. So Absolutely. For me at the moment, like my, <laughs> my park run PB, I used to run 24 minutes. Yeah. And I don't know that I'll ever get there again, but now I'm like if I can get under 28, I'll be happy. It's a realistic yeah. goal, but I still have to have that goal. I have to have the number in my head. Absolutely. I, I hear work. you because I know um, on New Year's Day, like, like obviously I haven't run fast at any park runs and on New Year's Day, we did Baron Bar and I just sort of got a little caught up in it. And I thought, oh, I'll, I'll push. And by the time we ended, I was dying and I was five minutes off my PB. And I was, well, I was nearly six minutes off my PB actually. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> and I was, I was, there was, I could not have pushed for an extra 10 metres, yep. you know. I was absolutely spent. So what I'm finding is that at the moment I can do long runs like I did 22 last weekend and that was good and comfy at that super slow pace. Um, but I can't – and I can do a speed session where I can sort of hit the times I used to hit, you know, just over the 1K or over the 500, but I can't put it together mm. for a 5K or anything like that at the moment. That's just not happening and – it might not happen again. I don't know. You know, I don't know what long COVID's done to everybody, but yeah. you know, I'm thrilled that I'm running again. And it's and the long, it's the long haul, isn't it? Yeah. It's not just about now. Yeah. Got to think about absolutely. Yeah, sure. And Otherwise so, you get stress fractures and all that if you overdo it. Yeah, exactly. So, mm. you know, I did my training plan um, 
using the one that is on the runner's jam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look that up. YouTube, I think. <laughs> and, you know, I've, I've planned it all out so that I am adding the Ks. I'm, you know, hopefully not going to get injured at all. And it's really exciting. My, my, my body is, I'm very prone to injury, have been in the past. And this year I'm feeling really good. Yay. You know, I go to the gym twice a week, aim for about an hour session. So I'm really working on strengthening those muscles. And I'm just thinking if I keep doing that, keep doing my zone two running, the aerobic system's going to build up, then 2024 could potentially have a PB marathon in it, you Hooray! know. So we've got a, a really long <laughs> a really long goal. Yep. But, again, everything's like, well, let's, let's just see how the body reacts. But in the meantime, I'm getting to enjoy running with friends mm. and um, teaching other people the benefits of slowing down, <laughs> <laughs> introducing them to something new and, and having fun along the way. Learning to be flexible is really good. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Anything anyone wants to say? Any other pearls of wisdom? Hopefully we've encouraged some people that yeah. when life happens, mm. you can adjust, you can be flexible and come back. Maybe a bit differently but still come back. Yeah. Keep having a bunny. A bunny? A, a bunny, bunny to chase. Oh, a bunny to chase, yes. <laughs> I guess I my input is if you – like reach out to people who are injured like you Mm. did Michaela you know your friend that's um Steph who's injured reach out to her and um yeah just catch up and make sure you know if she needs anything or whatever like the communities yeah make sure they know they're still part of us yeah Yeah. that's it Mm. yeah which I felt I'm not saying I didn't feel (laughs) just confirming it was good yeah it was amazing (laughs) Yeah. yeah And I would yep. say that too because when I did get to a point that um, I was able to start walking again at sessions, there was always someone who was happy to drop back and mm-hmm. say, oh, I'll walk yeah. with you this time. And that meant so much yeah. to me. Like it was really lovely. And it also gave me great opportunity to get to know mm. people one-on-one because yeah. you never have as great a conversation as when you're out running or walking. It's just beautiful. And so I'm always really aware and um, at Runner's Jam we try to encourage people who are injured, still come along. Yeah. You know, there'll yeah, always be someone who walks with you. Yeah. And there is always people who are walking. Yeah. So, And it's great to, you know, so many of us are willing to give up our run session to walk with someone else mm. who needs that Or company. push someone in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll do that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Where exactly. were you when I needed it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that that's the beauty of community. Though, yeah, isn't yeah. It? Reach out. Yeah, definitely. Sure. And also, thank you so much for Runners Gem. It's changed so many people's lives. So you and Condi, we, yeah, hundred percent. We all are really appreciated. Well, it takes takes a team. It, it takes a it takes team. A yes, but yeah, just creating it and oh, it's, um, it's been evolving. A, it's been a privilege to um, you know have had the vision to build the community and then watch just it grow. Yeah. Well. Not so much a grow, but just to watch all the connections mm. that have happened, you yeah. know, because it wouldn't have grown without great people coming in and connecting to it. And yeah. it is a really special thing. And hopefully now, you know, with um, our runners being able to share their stories of the good times and the hard times and the difficult times, hopefully, you know, we that can spread a little bit more and touch people who aren't able to come to a session. That's the goal. Mm. That's the goal. Sure. Anything else anyone wants to throw in? 
No? <laughs> We're all well, girls, thank you so much for coming. It was great having you, Michaela. It was great to have you here, Mel and Lorena. Thank you. No worries. Thank you. We really appreciate um, hearing the challenges, hearing the journey, hearing the goals for this year because, hey, they're out there now. People have heard them. So. That's the scary part. <laughs> yeah. We'll be watching for that sub-30 park run, Michaela. <laughs> <laughs> It's all good. Well, Condi usually says a whole lot of stuff about, you know, don't forget to check us out on all these things. He might add that in. Um, but if not, just Google Runner's Jam and check us out on all those things. And, and come. Come to Runner's Jam. Yeah, if you're in the area. No, no, just drive. Even if you're not in yeah. the area, drive. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, we're it's down, worth it. We're down at Underwood Park on a Tuesday morning and a Thursday morning at five fifteen. That that does put a lot of people off, but um, five fifteen. You never regret getting up early. That's, that's once, late. once you're there, you're always glad you went. I quite often say that I hated my alarm this morning, but now that I'm here, I'm loving it. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, and we wish everyone a great week and a great running journey. Good night. Goodbye. <laughs> Damn it, we miss like you. She didn't preface for that. (laughs) Mini Condi. That was so funny. (laughs)